Welcome to the University of Young Entrepreneurs. My name is Brandon Adams, lifestyle entrepreneur and inventor, passionate about helping others with creating something great and becoming unforgettable. Each week we discuss helpful tips on becoming a successful entrepreneur and interview other entrepreneurs and inspirational people. Our goal is to help take your business and lifestyle to the next level. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the University of Young Entrepreneurs. On today's show, we have Lucas Barra of Dream Chasers. He has a, a great podcast show he's been doing for a few years now, and I recently just went on his show. But Lucas is going to share with you today how to be a super connector. He is a connector. He knows how to connect with people and how it actually turns into sales. If you can connect the right people and you can add value to others, you'll get value in return. It can lead to sales. He's going to talk about how you can take your idea and actually monetize it. He's going to talk about how to turn your your ideas and, and basically have it a sales cycle, a, a machine. And he shares that with you, how he works with his clients for helping them. And he goes into a deep story about a moment of his life in his entrepreneurial journey, which you all need to hear. And I've had multiple stories like this, and this is one that is a great story you do not want to miss because it's going to show you how our life it can be tough as entrepreneurs. It's a roller coaster. And you'll see how this really made an impact on his life, but now it's it's allowing him to become even more successful. These are the kind of stories that you need to hear for your own life so you can relate and have success in your own. So you're going to love this show. I'm excited for you. Before we jump into it with Lucas, I want you to go over to my site, keystothecrowd.com. I have a seven-day free course for you. Yes, a free course for you at keysofthecrowd.com. All kinds of content there to teach you about crowdfunding, how you want to build up your email list, how you want to get national media attention, how you want to get big celebrities to actually promote your campaign, and ideally, obviously, how to make lots of money. So go over to keysofthecrowd.com and subscribe on that seven-day free course there, keysofthecrowd.com. I have that seven-day free course for you. Now let's jump into it with my buddy here, Lucas Barra. Let's get started. Welcome back to the University of Young Entrepreneurs. I'm Brennan T. Adams, and on today's show, we got my buddy Lucas Barra. How you doing, my man? What up? What up? I'm awesome. My man, I'm on fire. Dude, I'm excited to have you on the show. I actually just met you down at the Yoga for Homeless launch we did, the crowdfunding campaign on Indiegogo. We are at the launch party, which was awesome. We had a lot of fun there. It was cool to see the, the whole I mean, audience. I mean, everybody was involved with that, that launch of that campaign, which was a lot of success. Got the Yoga for Homeless challenge going on now. Cool stuff, but we got to meet up. And finally, we're getting to this show now. We're both busy people. But Lucas, I, I want you to share with the audience, I'm excited to jump in your story with everything with G Dream Chasers and your corporate, working your different jobs now and the expertise you have. But share with the audience where you got started as an entrepreneur and how it led you to all the awesome shit you're doing now. So I got started with an entrepreneur 
while I was working in sales for a management consulting company called Vistage International, and they create CEO mastermind groups. So I'm fortunate enough to have the opportunity to talk with very smart and successful entrepreneurs and, and CEOs every day since I'm in a sales role. And I got the bug after about six months of having conversations with these guys and thinking about like who I am and how I want my life to look going forward. One day when I was sitting here on a Saturday, I, I, I you know, I had heard Lewis Howes on the School of Greatness and just was like, well, why don't I go start my own podcast? And I did. And guess who my first guest was? It was Mr. Andrew, Andrew Beinbrink of uh, Yoga for Homeless. <laughs> you got it. That's awesome. Andrew is the man. He, he's been on my podcast show as well. Yeah, he's a great guy. You know, learned a lot from him. I mean, you know, his entrepreneurial uh, side has definitely rubbed off on me, and I just kept going and going. And then over time, I developed some coaching services because I really looked at like what I was innately designed to do and help people with. And I, I found coaching, and so I, I'd been coaching people, had clients, successful results. And been running the business and really excited about where we're going uh, right now with, with Dream Chasers. I mean, we're really starting to get some traction here. So uh, happy to be here, man. How long have you been doing Dream Chasers? Uh, two years. It's wow. crazy. You got I know. more than me, man. I, I hit a year February 19th and it was like, wow, I can't believe a year in. Like, whoa, where did time go? That's why. So I was looking at my LinkedIn profile today. I didn't even know it was two years until today, and because uh, it took me a long time to like actually get my podcast in the store. Because as a fellow podcaster and anyone who has a podcast knows, it can be a pain in the butt uh, because of all the little technicalities and, and setups you have to do between the different websites. And yeah, yeah, I'm not a tech person, so it honestly took me about uh, five or six months till one night I came home on like a Saturday night because I've just been so frustrated with trying to get it in. And finally, I got it in the store and I had about like seven or eight episodes just like ready to go. So I finally, that was like my launch moment. And, you know, I'd been talking about it for so long and to finally like have it in the iTunes store was like my first like, oh my God, I'm like, this is actually starting to have it happen moment. It feels real. And, you know, it's so funny because I remember when I got an iTunes as well and I said, I'm like, I made it on iTunes. And like people are like, congrats. And and then one guy's like, dude, everybody gets an iTunes. I'm like, thanks, <laughs> asshole. Like, you know what? I made it in iTunes. Like, I feel awesome right now. Because when I launched, I did everything wrong. What I did is, I'm like, okay, I'm going to launch. I uploaded a show. I created that day. And I had no other shows in the bank. And I was doing two shows a week. So every week, I was like doing them as they went. <laughs> But no, it's a great feeling and it's cool. I mean, you can relate seeing an audience grow from nothing to something. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's really been exciting, you know, especially when people like start to approach you and like ask you for introduction, you know, anyone who has some sort of audience is going to understand like the positive impact you can have. I mean, I just got, you know, a few emails from people in my audience, you know, thanking me for what I do. So that that's why I do what I do is to like help people turn their dreams into reality, which is special. So uh, from podcaster to podcaster, and I, I mean, I can state what I feel the most positive impact, but what would you say the 
the most positive impact or benefit you get is doing a podcast show, what you receive from it. Boy, uh, I would say that by creating a podcast, I know that everyone in this world kind of has like a default future, right? That they're headed towards. Uh, maybe they ended up in their family's business because that's just how they were told to be, or they've always been told to be a lawyer. Yeah. And I'm so passionate about what we offer because we give people the thinking insights and inspiration to kind of create this alternate future where they can be the best versions of themselves and have the lives that they want by listening to the people who are in the process of going through the things to actually create those realities. So entrepreneurs like you and I, athletes, people who are on that journey. And, and that's what really excites me is like creating that, that better future for someone else uh, is, is, is awesome. It is. And you know what I say podcasting is, like you just said, your audience reaches out to you. You know the feeling of that? I mean, I, I always on my shows, I mean, I, I tell people my cell phone number. I really don't care. And some will actually text me and like reach out and they'll be like, hey, this show resonated with me or this show really changed my thought or I needed this at this time. Like those are the things like no money can even, you can't put a price on. It's priceless. Mm -hmm. But what I would say on podcasting, networking, man, you know, it's connections. You do a favor. Can I come on your show? It has led me to so many business deals. It's led me for one to get on a cover of a magazine. It's led me to get a lot of media attention. Like there's a lot of power in it, but networking is a thing I want to talk about with you. Tell me about the process. I mean, you are a great connector. You know how to network with people. Tell me how you can actually make good connections when you're going to events or just in business in general and how you actually turn that into a sales. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to give your audience three takeaways that I think are key for turning those relationships into sales. And, and one, it starts with creating a genuine relationship with somebody because when you meet someone at a networking event or anywhere for that matter, it's about, you know, who is that person? What is it that they're trying to achieve in their lives? They're not an outcome. They're someone that you potentially could help and they may be able to help you. So that's always my first approach to someone's like, who are they? Where are they at in their lives right now and where they need help? And I go through this exercise. So this is takeaway number two, uh, where I'm always thinking about who I can connect people with. So every day I'm thinking about five to 10 people in my network who I know I can connect someone with. So for me, I've, I've been doing this since college just because this is how my brain works. And I can just do it like you know, I'm just freestyling introductions all day for people and, and how you can take that is just, you know, think about five or 10 people you want to get introductions for and start networking, start reaching out to other people. And what happens is you start to see relations between this person and how you can help them. So for example, let's say you need a web engineer or you want to introduce someone to as like a, a financial advisor, right? So you start reaching out to people and eventually what happens is you have enough conversations where when you meet someone who is looking for a financial advisor and you found that like this financial advisor is a genuine person who is interested in you and like helping you, 
you're going to go, this is the connection that I have, right? Because in the back of your mind, you've been thinking about how can I connect this person with a financial advisor? So the key there is to be thinking about how you can connect with other people and always be thinking about that. Like it's, it's, it's an art, like connecting people is an art. And then the third part of that is actually making the introduction the right way because so many people do not actually make the ask for an introduction. Uh, and, and you have to basically go to both parties and lay it out for them and say, Hey, I just met so-and-so at an event and he's a genuine person who can help you to take your wealth to the next level. Is that something that you're interested in? And then you go back to the other party and you do, you do both things. And ultimately what happens is you create a mutual introduction. That's such an important part of business because if you want to have a mutual introduction for parties who can really benefit from doing business with each other, then it's not going to work. So again, those three takeaways for the people in your audience are one, you got to focus on being genuinely authentic with people and uh, understanding where they need help and how you can connect them and how you help connecting them is thinking about all the people in your network that you can connect them with on a daily basis. Uh, another little hack here is I keep a contact database in an Excel spreadsheet and it has all the little columns of what people are looking for right now. And I look at that, you know, weekly basis just to make sure I'm always connecting people. And then three is to again, make those mutual introductions. So talking to the people, making sure they're okay with the introductions and then really doing them justice when you do the introduction so that they really feel like they're connecting with someone who is of value to them. You know, it's all, the more you serve, the more you get in return. And that's why I'm always about doing favors for people, helping. And it comes back tenfold. And when you actually mean it, I mean, there's a difference when you're genuine and actually care to help people. I mean, it shows. And then there's some people that they say they want to help you. And, oh, I'll help you out. But they never actually do. So <clears throat> if you do it for the right reasons, you make them connections, it does help you. And that person will remember. I mean, for example, let's say I'm going to do a big favor for you and help you in your business. It may be six months down the road. It may be a year. But you'll remember that. And there's a time if I ever need something from you, you'll return that favor. Mm -hmm. So the more you give out, the more you'll get in return. And people need to realize that. And the problem why some people, the limits of their success is, What's in it for me, 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 me? No. How can I help you? Right. Well, it's, it's kind of seen as like a tit for tat, right? Like, you know, you almost expect something in return. But if you go into it with the mindset of just giving and like mm. just how can I help this person and really go in with no expectation, just like look at it as building a relationship. I mean, this goes for social media too because it's just like being in person with someone where you just you just give it away like people are so like shocked by that because they're so used to being asked to do something for someone else that's like you know i just liked your facebook but i just gave you five stars on your podcast and that and this and that and then ask for nothing in return people are like like whoa this is kind of weird like <laughs> you know another great way too is if you ever want to, and I've, i talked on a whole show like this if you want to get a hold of somebody like an influencer don't don't email them and say, hey, can you help me? Or what advice can you give me? Because, I mean, I get that every day. And, you know, I, I want to help as many people as I can, but it's we live in a busy, busy lifestyle. 
But the people that reach out and say, hey, and they want to help you, and they don't even ask for anything, they just want to help you, those are the ones I respond to. And those are the ones that usually I even end up working with. Because a lot of people, I say, that add value before even getting paid, that actually prove themselves that they can do something, then that's how they can, in return, make money from doing it. And that's how everything I've ever told anybody I say, hey, if you can add value and you can make your own position that works with our team, then you can join our team and work it. I just had a guy on my show here last week. His name's Michael Silvestri. Just quick story. <clears throat> so it was back in October. He heard me speak at the Amazon Inventions Tour. And he came up to me afterwards and he said, Brandon, how do you do everything you do? Like, how do you do it? He's like, I hate my job. I'm working this nine to five, doing accounting, but... I want to do something different. So I said to him, I said to him this, I said, if you were to die tomorrow and look back in your life, would you be happy with everything you've done? And he had this like froze, like, oh. And then I'm like, you realize like life is so short. Why not just go and do what you love? Came up to me 10 minutes later. He said, Brian, I'm going to quit my job. I said, do, do this. Go and listen to these podcast shows I have. Read my book. I gave him a copy of my book. I said, go read Think and Grow Rich. Within a week, within, wait, two days, he read my book. He went to the podcast shows. Within a week, he read Think and Grow Rich. The next thing I said to him is this, add value. And if you add enough value and make yourself valuable, heck, who knows? Maybe you'll work with me. He added me so much value. Just wait. He added so much value to me. All this free value. Well, Back in January, he left his job. He quit. Now, he is my project manager, my right-hand man in my company, and we are doing deals, and we're going to probably create a seven-figure business with this, and he is my right-hand man. So you know what? It comes down to this. Add value, help people, and that will come back tenfold. Absolutely. I mean, that just, that just boom right there. I love that. that. And people are, people are wondering like, you know, where's the magic bullet that I'm going to, you know, get the sale, right? The thing is when you create a genuine relationship with someone, like a sale just happens anyways. Like you just can go in there and they trust you enough because you've built up enough equity, right? Like that bank account and you've demonstrated that you want to help them through a conversation and through multiple, you know, value adds to them. So when you ask for the business, you're going to get it. Like that's what it's about. So it's not like, well, Lucas, how quickly can we get to the sale? It's about building those steps in and get, you know, providing them as much value as possible. And they're going to start asking you these questions of like, well, how do I work with you? Or how do I do this and that? And that's how you know you've got some that you can add value to, right? That's a, a client or someone who should be using your service. So you, you've worked with many clients for consulting and helping them in their business. So what would be, and this is a big question I get, so how do you help somebody take their idea and actually turn it into a monetization where they're making money with it? So I believe that we're all here for a purpose. And the reason why so many people do not follow that or on that path is because they don't really know where their strengths are. So the first thing I always focus on with people before we even get into a business plan is, is those strengths and weaknesses because you really have to understand 
what you can capitalize on. Like I'm a sales and business development person. So naturally something like coaching and teaching people how to sell themselves more effectively is, is right in my wheelhouse. And I figured that out because of that. Uh, so that that's the first step in, in monetizing your passion because if you really are passionate about something and it's something that you do well, then you can turn it into money. And if you're really not sure on what you're good at, some actual steps you can take right now is to ask three or four people in your life that you really trust, that you look up to and say, hey, what are my strengths and weaknesses? Tell them I want the brutal truth. And what you're going to notice is, and you'll probably start doing more and more of this because it's like anything where you start doing it and you just get curious and you start asking like 10 people. So when you get those strengths and weaknesses, you'll start to see a theme. Like people are always telling me like, I love your marketing. Like, how do you do that? Right? So that's how, you know, you got something. And then you start to think about, all right. So now that I've kind of found my strengths, where are my weaknesses? In other words, like for me, what do I need to outsource to my virtual assistant? And you start to build your business around those strengths and weaknesses and really understand what makes you unique and you start to create kind of this like one page business plan of like who you are, uh, what makes you different and ultimately what your business is about. And you start to get into this monetization period. So, so basically I'm all about laying this foundation per first. And then since I'm also a salesperson, I get the sales cycle, I help people to like get in front of people, get over their fears and start making sales to, uh, you know, get that income that they deserve. So how do you create a winning sales cycle? I mean, what does that look? I mean, obviously, we all need to learn how to sell. I mean, we're mm -hmm. selling every day, even if it's not for monetary. It's selling to get people to do things. And one great book, and I'm sure you've read, is by Dale Carnegie, How to Make Friends Influence Others. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. All About Connections, great book, and it's very good. But how do you actually get people to pay you for your services and what you're worth? So it starts one with your mindset because if your mindset is not in the right place, then you are not going to sell anything. And that's so crucial because usually when you start selling, especially as an entry-level salesperson or entrepreneur who's never sold, there are a lot of crappy beliefs that you've had programmed to you. Like people don't like to be sold to. You shouldn't sell your friends. You shouldn't sell your family, which is all crap. Uh, you know, Everyone deserves to get more value added to their lives. So everyone, therefore, if your product really adds value to people, you should be wanting to sell to anyone because there's no shame in making someone's life better with your product. So that it's, it's getting a mindset like everyone needs to have my product. And if you have enough belief and your product really creates that kind of value, then that's where the beautiful mindset comes into play. So, so one is mindset. And then second, I say you have to understand what's the end goal here. Right. So where do you want to get people to? I'm a coach. So I want to think about, you know, where's that hour long session that people are going to sign up for with me. And when you're thinking about your sales cycle, you have to think about where you want to get people to. Do you want to get them to your group coaching session? Do you want to get them to be a member of, you know, whatever uh, group offering that you're creating? So it's think with the end in mind and then work backwards. So think, you know, $100 for an hour to work with me, right? Well, now I work backwards. So how do I chunk that down to the beginning of my cycle? And you're always thinking about 
what's the end going to be? And you break that down into these different segments of how you get there. So, you know, through marketing now, so now that I've got my end in mind, step three is to think about, well, how I break my marketing up into places that are going to create enough value for people to want to learn more about my services. So it's about engineering all these different parts, right? Uh, from, from mindset to the end to, um, you know, breaking it down into segments of creating enough value for people. And this is, goes back to what we were just talking about to really have them be interested and, and benefit from your services and want to click that schedule a call with me button or sign up for my free webinar because you can't just expect to sell someone for free right away if they don't know who you are. You have to build that relationship. You have to build that trust. And, you know, I just in another podcast show I was doing, <clears throat> talk about webinars and giving free content. I mean, build that trust. For me, I mean, I tell people, hey, you want to learn about crowdfunding? Go to keysofthecrowd.com. I have a seven-day free course. John Lee Dumas, he does a 15-day free course podcasting. Anybody that knows anything about that, they need to build that trust. So you first give them free content. And then from there, they build the trust. And then they, they know that you know your stuff. And then you can sell them. But a great point you talked about, and this is so true. And this is, I mean, if I'm going to sell something to something, I know that it's going to give them enough value that it's well worth it. And when you're selling, you can't think of it like, hey, I'm trying to get their money. You got to think of this. This can change your life. And if you don't think it can't help them or make them more money, then you shouldn't sell it to them. Grant Cardone, a great learner I did. I went on a show here a month and a half ago in Florida, Miami. And this is what he said. This is something that like I, in his book, it's this. If, you say, if you're saying no, like you're saying no to the deal, you're not saying no to me. You're saying no to yourself. Uh. And you know what? You're saying no to your wife. You're saying no to your daughter. You're saying no to all those people that if you did this, it would help you make a lot of money that could help them. You're not saying no to me. And that's the best way to look at it because the thing is, if you're going to sell them something, it's going to help them in their life add value and you got to show them that. And it, if it doesn't add that value, you shouldn't be selling in the first place. So that's the biggest thing in sales. You add enough value. It shouldn't be about how much money you can make. It's about how much value you can give and return the money comes. Well, yeah, and that's why creating that mindset is so important in laying the foundation at the beginning because a lot of people don't have that belief in their product in the beginning. So you have to get like people fired up about what they're doing and their why and all that jazz because, you know, otherwise you're just another normal crappy salesperson. Exactly, exactly. So what I say is believe in yourself more, mm -hmm. put more value in what you are offering because it comes down to what you value yourself at and your time. And that, I mean, for anybody out there in business, think about how valuable are you? Because sometimes you're not giving yourself enough credit for what you have. You're valuable as you show people and tell people. Caleb Maddox, by the way, just a guy that spoke at our event, he actually just did a post on this. And he said, you know why? He's 14. You know why I charge $10,000 to speak? Because I believe that's what I'm worth. That is my value. I value my work at that. And I value and I know that it's going to give you more value than that. 14 years old. But he, he understands that. And he's getting that. So for anybody, for whatever you're doing, put your value at that. And just go to that point. So I want to go into something big with you. And this is something the audience needs to hear about business and the world coaster. I mean, mm -hmm. you and I could talk war stories all day. 
the entrepreneur roller coaster, the life it is, it's up and down. There's some things, especially us as in podcasters, influencers, they don't see everything that you go through. And they got to realize, like, this shit's tough. I mean, nothing happens overnight. It takes time. Talk about a recent event in your life that you're dealing with for the entrepreneur roller coaster and what you went through with your podcast show and with just everything going on and how you dealt with it and what you learned from it. Well, oh my God, that's such a, a and this great... is this is a great question. This is something the audience like. I'm dumping deep, and you know, I, I just so you know, audience, I, I'm giving, um, I'm I'm giving him permission when I when I go on his show, he's gonna get to hear anything he wants from me, and I go deep because I literally at the end of the day, it's a shit that people don't like to say, is a shit that helps other people more. Yeah, which is why I'm so excited to share what I went through. So I was getting to the height of my business uh, about two weeks ago, or no, three weeks ago now. I had about six clients. Like I was actually starting to generate a significant amount of revenue, and it was starting to get to just be so much with my my job, and you know, still trying to perform at that and run a business. You know, for anyone who's got two hustles or is running multiple businesses, you know how hard that is to kind of just keep your head in two different places at once. So my bubble burst. Uh, when I was at work on Monday at 9 a.m., kind of just trying to figure out how I was going to deal with everything. And I was so scared of having to fulfill my clients' expectations. And I, I had let a negative thought cycle really take a hold of me in my head. And it got to the point where I literally, like, I sent an email out to my list saying, I'm done. I called all my clients. I said, I'm done. It's a wrap. And, uh, you know, plenty of people like Brandon are like, are you sure you want to do this? And I just had so convinced myself in the moment, like I wasn't going to do it. And it took me about four or five days. I mean, it was miserable. I mean, anyone who's gone through a breakup through, with a, a business or a relationship, it just knows how much it sucks. And, uh, you know, that was probably one of the worst four days of my life. And then I got to about Saturday and I just was like, dude, I miss Dream Chasers so much. And it was like a part of me was just gone and like wanting to be back so badly. I just felt like I left so much on the table. And uh, so I, I thought about it. I was like, you know what? I got to go back after this. I don't care what anyone thinks. And I'm going to be setting a great example for my audience because a lot of people think that once you quit, it's final. And that's not the truth. That's really what got me going again is I wanted to show people that, hey, you can – there's no rules to how you do this. Like it's okay to quit and come back and take another crack at it. It's okay to fail. Like I mean I, it just like I, I cried you know, probably two out of the three nights that I was you know, going through this process of dumping my business for lack of better words. I mean, it was, it was horrible, but at the end of the day, it led me back to this amazing place to where I am now, where I got things jump started. And what I realized as entrepreneurs and, you know, ambitious people is like, when you have bigger problems in your life, that's a good thing. And in the important takeaway that I learned is that you have to deal with your problems head on. Otherwise they're not going to go away. And if you try to sidestep them, something will get compromised. Like for example, my business. So the only way is through. 
And, and so I just decided that I had to do this and I was recommitted. And my big thing was to take on that challenge. And, uh, it's been really exciting. I mean, you know, we, we've got, I've gotten a lot of the momentum back. I mean, you know, some of the clients are starting to come back. Uh, you know, a lot, a lot is still, is still happening. So I'm, I'm still fresh out of, you know, coming out of the bottom, uh, of the roller coaster for me so far. You know, Napoleon Hill once said, sometimes our greatest successes are beyond our greatest failures. And when we hit our lowest point in life, which I've hit, I have multiple stories. One where I went, actually ambulance came and got me from a mental breakdown. A whole process, I, I know you're feeling like you feel like you're pushed against a wall and there's nothing you can do. And But you learn from that and you come out better and ever, better as ever, which you're doing. So what would be the biggest learning you've had from this process and the best advice you can give to somebody that may be feeling like they're in that same situation? Well, I, I think it's that you got to deal with the problem. I mean, you know, one, you got to deal with the problem. Two, you got to let the emotions be because when you're negative, you just got to let it ride out. You can't really, um, you know, try to change things too fast. And then uh, the other big takeaway that I'd want people to know is like, Go talk to someone. I mean, or, or you know, find a way for you that you like you know is going to help you out. Like, if you're someone who needs to write to vent, or for me, like I have to talk to people. Like, I'm an extrovert, so uh, I should have known better and gone to talk to people in my network who would have been like, Lucas, what are you doing? But I didn't do that. So you know, going forward, I know like when I start to get in that space and I'm in my head and I'm doing something that's rash. Like sometimes I do things that are very rash because uh, I don't know how much your audience is familiar with the Myers-Briggs. It's a strengths uh, exercise. I'm an activator. So that means when I make a decision, I'm the guy who makes it happen. So when I do something, it's like that. Like sometimes I have to catch myself. And, uh, you know, for anyone out there, you just got to – that goes back to strengths and weaknesses. Like you got to know like where, where you need help there and, uh, you know, find a method to kind of like vent. And then walk away, like take a few days off, like take take a week off if you have to, to kind of get to the space where you're like excited to go back to it again, because that's sometimes exactly what you need. And honestly, it was that few days off for me that <laughs> made the difference. You know, this is, <clears throat> I'm glad you shared this because this is something that and I've told on a couple of shows, some of my low points and <clears throat> learning experiences, but we are all human beings and we all go through a lot of shit. And there are tough times, and you got to know if if people just realize that if you look six months ahead of time, realize that whatever it is you're going through now, six months from now you'll probably laugh about it. Yeah, and it'll be a story that you'll tell when you're on stage speaking, and I do it all the time. Right. So you learn from that, and you become better. You learn from the the low points, and it makes you better. It makes you stronger as an entrepreneur, as a person. And now you, I mean, there's there's no thing you cannot conquer, man. And I'm excited for you and everything else. It's been great to have you on the show. Again, this is something like, these are the kind of things that everybody needs to hear and to help them. Because there's a lot of people out there that are going through things probably even worse. And they need support. And to tell people, I mean, that's why you got to communicate. And... That's why when you said to me, like, I'm stopping my podcast, so I'm like, dude, are you sure? 
are you sure? <laughs> because I've been in your shoes. But yeah. uh, but dude, you, you gave a lot of great content on the show. Any last things that you can share with the audience? Anything advice to them uh, for them to have a success in their business or even life in general? Your top advice? Oh man, I you know, I heard this the other day. I'm not gonna take this as my advice, but uh, you know, it's something that I want to share. So you may know of Eric Thomas. He's a you know famous motivational speaker now. Oh yeah. He's uh so I love his thing about like when you're in the dark, that's when you know like things are about to get light and you know, just kind of embracing the darkness, embracing the process. So for me, that's uh, something that I've really been honing in on lately. Because and what that means, you know, for people who are in our world is just like, who cares? Like how many viewers you have? Like who cares? Uh, you know, ultimately, like what what the scoreboard says. Because those, I mean, don't get me wrong; those things are somewhat important. But like, if you get your process right and you focus on you know making yourself better and really serving people, you're going to get there. And 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 the darkness is really where you're defined. Like that's what I love. Like you're you're defined in your darkest times, and you have to take this opportunity that of, of darkness that you're in and bounce back from it. Couldn't have said it better. Hundred percent true. Embrace the journey, embrace the dark points, and use it to become more successful because there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Lucas, you've gave some great content. Where can people find you? connect with you and also for your podcast show obviously yeah so we're at dream chasers in the itunes store where the uh picture that looks like it's living the dream with the beach on it and then uh we're at school yes that is dot co that was the domain i chose it's unique <laughs> love it and we got a lot of great content on there for entrepreneurs people like us who are looking to succeed. So those are the best two places to find us. You can find us on Facebook at Dream Chasers as well. Are you on Snapchat yet? I am on Snapchat. Do you, I am at, do you have me on Snapchat yet? I, I have you on Snapchat. I am, um, what is my Snapchat name? I should know this. Gary Vaynerchuk would be snapping my I know off. because the thing is, Snapchat is a big promotion right now. BT Adams 18 is mine. I, I, do I have you? I don't even know. I have a lot of people on Snapchat. Uh, yeah, I'm just Lucas Barra one. So you can count on me, you know, on a more regular basis. My goal is to start doing these Snapchats motivational for, uh, once a day. So Lucas Barra one, good stuff. Yeah. Add him. He'll snap his face off. I, I do about 40 snaps a day, but I, in a 24 hour process, I'm completely off Snapchat in a little revitalized stage. But, uh, Great way to add him. And thank you, Lucas, for coming on the show. Great content. Highly suggest to check out his podcast show. Some good stuff there. And thank you for teaching us everything you've learned, especially the things that we all needed to hear. It meant a lot, man. Yeah, definitely, bro. Well, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Or have <laughs> Yeah, look at, see? Have look at you, that. You're coming on my show next. Now I mean, I'm thanks coming for on, having your me on your show. That's when two podcasters combine. Hey, everyone. <laughs> That's it for today's show. And you know what time it is? Go out there, create something great, and become unforgettable because life is too short not to. I'm Brennan C. Adams. Have a great day, everyone.
Yo, my brother Lucas really shared some great information there. And he shared a story that we all need to hear. In our lives, I believe that some of the toughest, toughest things that we talk about or don't want to talk about are the ones that need to be told. And that's why I always share with you everything that goes on in my roller coaster life as an entrepreneur. Because we learn from the moments, we learn from our failures, we learn from our low points, and we help use that to fuel us for huge success. And that's what Lucas has done. And he obviously has a lot of great content. Go over and check out his podcast show. Give it a five star. Check out the show at Dream Chasers. That's Dream Chasers. Check out that show on iTunes. And I highly suggest it. And Lucas is a great guy. He's got some great things going on. And I'll probably be connecting with him soon here in California because I'm going to be doing some more traveling. But uh, yeah. If you guys, you want to reach out to me, obviously go to Brandon at BrandonTatums.com. Send me an email. If you want to snap me and get an instant response, BTAdams18. You know I'll be snapping my face off. I've been doing it all day, every day. Actually, about 40 snaps a day to be exact. But uh, check check me out on Snapchat. But uh, that's it for today's show, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. And in the meantime, go out there, create something great, and become unforgettable. Because life is too short not to. I'm Brendan T. Adams. Have a great day, everyone.